There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's BudPod199. 199. Drinking brine. (laughs) (laughs) We will be if we don't sort out climate change. That's nice. That's topical. Thank you. Um, I just want to, yeah, I just want to remind everyone to sort out climate change. To sort out climate change. Add um, it to the daily to-do list. Yeah, it's on us, guys. It's not on the China or India. <laughs> it's on us individuals. If only enough people in a regional English town switch from one type of, say, tea bag to another. <laughs> All of those plastic rope fragments in the Indian Ocean yeah. will go. <laughs> and I think that's more than fair as requests go. For me, pollution now, and I, I, I did an interview in The Guardian a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Like the guy, it's called The Guardian Q&A. He's been going for a, a couple of decades now. And the, one of the questions is, what's your guiltiest pleasure? And I said, fossil fuels. <laughs> yeah. And that is my guiltiest pleasure. And from time to time, as a treat... I'll throw plastic into the normal bin <laughs> instead of washing it out. And that's my treat to myself now. My treat Treats is- for me used to be like sweets. And then it was wanks. <laughs> and now it's throwing away plastic without watching, washing it. Sweets, wanks, plastic pollution. <laughs> this is the pipeline of, of sin. <laughs> yeah. That's like a flow chart from like a very right-wing Christian pastor. Right. Who's, some, like, who's like like green right wing, you know, uh, what they call green brown. Yeah, right. Give your kids sweets. Yes. Soon they'll be wanking. Once they're done with wanking, there's plastic in the ocean. Yeah. That's their warning. Yeah. I met, your- some, I met this green, green, um, green conservatives, a green conservative in California who mm. had an electric car but a taser on him yeah. at all times. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, this is what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like that it's like that uh old riddle. What uh, what creature <laughs> eats sweets in the morning, wanks in the afternoon, <laughs> and throws plastic into the normal bin at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Phil. It is man. It is man. <laughs> it, is, it is I <laughs> and thee. <laughs> Yeah, it, putting it into the bin as a treat. I had a routine for a while that was about how insane I felt rinsing out my rubbish yeah. before I put it in the bin. Yeah. So like, well, better make sure it's clean for the bin. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan had a joke about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, cleaning my garbage? I haven't had a shower yet. <laughs> of course Gaffigan covered it. <laughs> that fat religious man. He's Very everywhere. Religious, many kids. Many kids. Many, many kids. So many little gaffigans. Um, how you been? We're in person. We are in person, everyone. On yeah. Monday the 30th. Monday the 30th. Pierre's Soho show run starts tonight. It starts tonight. I'm a polishing of my shoes. Yeah, your, your shiny shoes. Your shiny shop shoes. But it's sold really well. Is this sold out? 
Um, there will be, I'm sure, there's a whole complicated thing where what venues do is they hold back a small number of tickets for emergencies and then release them at the last minute. So it's worth trying. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, should I try? You should try. try. Always try. try. Always try. I mean, I, you know, you know, Phil, I do um, a radio show on Saturdays with Frank Skinner and Emily Dean. And his philosophy, admittedly, as a very famous man Mm -hmm. with connections, is no show is ever sold out. Right. Meaning, practically. Meaning there's always some return or some way of doing it or... Yeah, I mean, his connections aside, he's right even in the sense of just for 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 normal muggles. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I I'll do a run and it'd be like total sellout, completely sold out, and then I'll get the report at the end and it'll say ninety eight percent sold. And you go, what? I thought there were no seats left <laughs> yeah. at all. So it's yeah, he's right. There is always a little dribble, a little a little dribble, yeah, a little post sale squite of seats, yeah. But yeah, I gotta I gotta make sure I know the show. I gotta yeah. know it. Do you do you run it to yourself before you go to the show? Do I've been doing some muttering. Yeah, yeah. A l- um, lone muttering helps. Yeah, a little whispering, a little muttering, mm-hmm. like a wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, a little writing it out in sort of um, keyword form, like a sort of set list. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's gibberish to anyone else. Yep. And you end up just going like, okay, I need to remember. Crabs, rope, cousin, barbecue. Okay. And then that's like a seven-minute routine yeah, that's about it. hats. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. It's amazing how like I can remember all the words, but I can't. I can rarely remember which order the big chunks go. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one advantage is that this show follows a long line of thought. Yeah. So there's an extent to which I can sort of bleed into the next thing a bit easier but I, what, I, what I'm trying to make sure is I remember the very specific phrasings of certain sentences that's the key isn't it yes the funniest yeah. word here is alpaca don't say llama <laughs> alpaca is much funnier that kind of thing yeah yeah or, or yeah and the the logical beats of each routine where, where at which point to give them which bit of information sometimes I mess that up if I haven't done it for a while and I give away too much information, it kind of ruins the, the worst job, is when you, but also the worst is the other one where at the end of the routine, it kind of gets a laugh and you go, no, oh, there was bacon. There was bacon as well. Like, Fuck. And everyone goes, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd rather have a dot of piss on my trousers than uh, commit that sin. So how long is your run for now? It is Monday the 30th, all the way to February the 8th. No Sunday. That's the Lord's Day. He has reserved that day. That's when he I gets perform. A private gig that I day. perform for the Lord. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being flown to Dubai to do my fucking fringe show to one of the more eccentric sheikhs. No, that that is where God would have his private gig. If God came down, you would have to go to Dubai to, um, to yeah. do the gig for him, wouldn't you? Yeah, or maybe I, international waters. I don't know where he would. Yes, that's true. Because if God came back, wherever he popped up would be overly favored. Right. Like if he popped up in like a suburb of Helsinki, everyone would be like, but why? We Is Helsinki the, better? We are the chosen Christian nation. Yeah, well, that's it. So yes, be, if you were right. God, right, you've got to, like you say, I think international waters is a good shout. Well, yeah, because then he can't go to Dubai because it's the same God, isn't it, really? Yeah, the God um, of Abraham. Yeah, so he'd have to go somewhere that is not an Abrahamic religion. <sighs> or, maybe, or maybe like an, an uninhabited island? Yeah. Yeah, or um, Disneyland. 
Yes, the mouse. Country. Yeah. And then the first, the first <laughs> Christ returns, and the first thing you see him doing is crushing Mickey Mouse's head <laughs> with a sandaled foot as a false god. Right, of course. You have worshipped the mouse for too long. <laughs> and offended the Beware house false of my mice. father. Beware false mice. Just pulls the head off. <laughs> yeah, and, and then suddenly, even though it's like clearly a mascot, the head's got all like a spine. And we go, ah! <laughs> it was real the whole time. It was a demon. We all thought there was a guy in there, but that's just... <laughs> the demon had eyes in its mouth. That's how it looked. Speaking of saviors, I saved yeah. someone's life on the way here. Beg pardon? I had saved someone's life. I was on the tube... On the Piccadilly line. The Piccadilly line. <laughs> the Piccadilly line. The silliest line. The silliest line. The Piccadilly line. And chugging, chugging, chugging along, we stopped at which station did we stop? At King's Cross, I think. Mm. Um, and the bunch of people in front of me got up and got off. And then I looked up and there was a phone on <gasps> the seat. And it took me a couple of seconds because the first, my first instinct is like, that phone has always been there and will always be there. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I have to think about really? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think about it. Wait, no, that's no, that, that probably was left by the last person. Or was it? Maybe it's been there for a while. Yeah. It's a bit broken. Does anyone actually want it? And this took me, took me maybe about two seconds. And then I just leaned over and grabbed it. And I stuck my head out. And there was one so fearful looking man. I went, excuse me, did you? Did someone leave this? And he and saw me and you go, oh, thank you. And he took it. And then the train moved on. And... What a rush. Yeah. I saved someone's week, at e- least. Easily, yeah. And like, uh, the only way you didn't is if that guy was looking fearful, like, oh, I haven't stolen enough phones today. <laughs> I've got to yeah. meet my quota. I mean, the, the, maybe he would have noticed in time and jumped back on, mm. but I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's a rush. It, I, is, a, it is a rush. Because he, he probably, he, he was sort of, I think he was sort of patting himself down. But then it would have taken him a few seconds to think, where did I leave it? Did I leave it at home? Was Maybe it's on the train. Oh, it's on the train. He turned around and I think he would have closed. missed it. But I, yeah. It's I, great. And what I know now is also, that thank you is never actually as grateful as a person actually feels. Like, no. Did anyone, anyone ever hand you like a passport you dropped or a card or something important or a seat or a ticket or something? And this thing is really important to you. And you go, oh, but you're kind of embarrassed. So you go, oh, th- thank you. You don't actually give them the real honest thank you, which is, thank you so much. This has made, saved me so much trouble. You should fall to the floor like a, like a peasant. Yeah. I think, I think the, the level of gratitude is in the sort of, the, the kind of, uh, that's in the thank you. That's sort of the relief, the relieved sort of release uh, of gas. Yeah, go, yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they go, otherwise it's like, oh, thank you. And it's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. It's that's like it. they're trying to hold back a big burp. Yeah, thank you. the burp of shame. They say thank you like they're Tom Hanks at the end of Captain Phillips. Yeah, I had that the other day on the Piccadilly line. Weirdly, <laughs> really, yeah, it I wasn't. Mean, someone... it's, it's, it's a line where everyone leaves their shit on because they're all silly. They're it's all being st- silly. This I've made pic- a silly mistake. It's a silliest line. That's the Piccadilly line. It wasn't someone's life, e.g., their phone. It was someone's like retail experience. Well, they're shopping. It was fancy shopping, though, because it was at Kensington. Yeah. yeah. And there was three, not loud Americans, but like they were talking on the tube and no one else was. So yeah. I guess they were loud relatively. And there were those really rich Americans who live in London. Right. Okay. You know, okay. cashmere turtlenecks. 
Right, right, right. Okay. That's the thing, is that if you go to Soho and it's the right kind of Soho, then you go to Soho, you know. <laughs> yeah. That thing. But, but, but sort of cultured and incredibly visibly wealthy. And they had bags that were like, um, you know when someone has bags and you go, I don't even recognize the brand on that bag. I just know it's something expensive. Yeah, there's so many accents on those vowels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every vowel has an accent on it. Yeah. yeah and, that, the, and, that brand name. and the color of the bag is either like navy blue or like deep crimson. <laughs> And it's yeah. a really small brand in white text on the... Yes. And it's written in like um, uh, sort of a copper plate gothic. Yeah, the so, bag looks more expensive than the shit that's in it. Totally. Yeah. It's, the, uh, yeah, the, no, their bag looks more expensive than the shit that's in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their container's more expensive than my content. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, it was, and the, they had a bunch of them. And they'd clearly been to some sort of Illuminati shop to buy... Illuminati scarves yes. or whatever. And I, and they were talking and um, being cultured and very wealthy. And uh, yeah, this this very sort of high heels turtleneck lady left one of the expensive bags. Oh. And I just I went, it was that same delay. I know what you mean, where you go, bag, bag. <laughs> yeah. And I said, excuse me. Oh my God, thank you so much. Did, what, did the shit that was inside look expensive? It's just a bigger whole gold bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really heavy. <laughs> But you're right, those first couple of seconds, I, there's, I swear there was like a microsecond when I saw the phone on the seat early today where I, my brain went, oh, the, fo- the phone is just riding the train. <laughs> Maybe the phone is just riding the train. <laughs> like those um, dogs you see on social media sometimes. This dog takes the bus downtown <laughs> yeah, exactly. every Friday for his hot dog. There was a moment I was like, oh, no, don't be weird, the phone's just riding the train. <laughs> leave, leave that phone alone. He's visiting relatives. You wouldn't want him to bug you. <laughs> I did have a second where I thought that. <laughs> that bar of gold is just on its way to... <laughs> but, but yeah, so what was her thank you like? Like, Oh my God, thank you. That, that sort of like big hand gesture thank you. Right, right. right I was right, also right. like, it's fun, isn't it, to, to hand someone something leaning out of a train door. Yeah, 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 it's it, cool. It, it's very like, it's very sort of on a board. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm leaving for the war. Quick, take this It really is, Diary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next next stop, Cincinnati. So you're lucky I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're lucky I found you. Just yeah. that sort of weird whistle sound thing goes off. Thank you. Goodbye. She runs. She runs along alongside the train as it, it takes off to yes. say bye, 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 waving a handkerchief at you. <laughs> bye, bye. And you're leaning out the window, waving, waving the gold bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm a hero. Yep. Um, today I'm going to feel like a hero all day. There is someone out there, Phil, who without you would not be scrolling through social media getting more and more angry about fringe issues. Yeah, there's a man out there <laughs> getting radicalized. Yeah. Who uh, wouldn't be radicalized with it were enough me. He would have had to forcefully, forced to have a whole day off, four-hour YouTube video deep dives Yeah, about how, I don't know. About how the American election was stolen in 2020. The election was stolen by COVID, which isn't real. Yeah. And blah, I've, blah, blah. I've allowed him to do that. You've made sure he stays on the path he's on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that karma? The path that you're on? He's made. You've made sure he stayed on the path he's on, or like you've you've made sure his fate is the same. You haven't changed his fate. Oh, he was right. on a path. Okay. And it was going to be interrupted. Ah. Uh, you made sure, regardless of if it's good or bad. Right. Okay. You're pro fate. Maybe it's dharma. Maybe that's... Dharma's negative karma, isn't it? Is it? It's like anti-dharma. Is it anti-karma? 
Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> this Jeffrey Dahmer. He's got terrible karma. He's got terrible karma. <laughs> that's a that's a fun little <laughs> playground rhyme. Jeffrey Dahmer's terrible karma. <laughs> yeah, a Californian playground rhyme. Show him a woman and he'll harm her. A man. Um, yeah. Oh, he's one of the man ones. He's one of the man ones. It's true. There's a broad two category. Um, well, that doesn't rhyme then. What about the idea of there's Jeffrey Dahmer and there's Jeffrey Karma? <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey Calm is really nice. <laughs> He's really really nice. Jeffrey Karma. Yeah, yeah. I think Dharma is when it's bad, isn't it? I don't. I don't think so. I think Dharma is sort of a different type of. Um... The internet will tell us. Hi, I'm Dr. Alan Crum, professor of passivity at the University of Nair. Try our new meditation app, Mindful Away. Or don't listen to me. Here's a testimony from one of our public users, Graham. I used to have this uh, problem where uh, there was this cafe near my work and I'd go there on uh, my breaks and um, every time I left the cafe I'd have me, me takeaway coffee, a mocha, in, in my hand and, and um, this gremlin would leap out from... Uh, a big bin. They had this uh, recycling bin outside. It would leap out. This sort. It was a maybe a goblin. I don't know, but it would come. It would pop out the lid. Ah! And it would slap me mocker out my hand, but not up in the air, but downwards in a downwards motion, so it sort of splashed and shattered on me on me uh, boots. And um, it was just destroying my life, really, just knowing that this would happen every day. Or every other day that the gremlin would slap me mocker. And this uh, Professor Alan Crumb's app helped me meditate and calm myself down so that when the gremlin did it, I didn't react. I was calm and I understood that it was just something that would happen. There was nothing anyone could do. And stop me from trying to scrabble into the bin and punch the gremlin in its home and find where it lived. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever been to a Buddhist temple, Phil? I have. I would have imagined that you had. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of Malaysia. Yeah, well, um, um, I had um, Buddhist relatives, so I've been to a Buddhist wedding, um, which is all, um, the the hymns are not nice. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it's it, 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 it's a monk's sort of humming, and but not in a sort of calming way, in a kind of screechy way. At least the one I really, went to. yeah, yeah. I don't screechy. remember. Screechy. Yeah, 
Um, but it's fine. Oh, uh, okay. So Dharma is a Sanskrit word that means law or decree. Karma is the sum of all a person's actions through his all of so his lives. Say this again. Dharma is a means law or decree. So maybe like the rules. And karma is the sum of all of a person's actions through all of his lives, past and ah, present. So karma is like your your behavior. Yes, it's your it's your ethical current account. Yes, although this one says dharma is the result of your karma that is playing out now. What? What? Dharma refers to one's lifelong duty. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe that's your li- your dharma is to save people's phones. Maybe. Phones for you. <laughs> um. It feels good to be a hero. It feels good to save someone's life. Were you into I- that show, Heroes? I think I watched the first episode. I was like, this is cool. And I never watched another one again. <laughs> you just go, hey, I, I don't care about this. Yeah, I think I didn't really care about it. I think it's fine. What show I have been into recently and I've binged in like two days is uh, the first series of Happy Valley. Have you watched any really? of Happy Valley? Everyone, I haven't. Everyone. This is it. Is Everyone- riding Happy Valley's dick. Yeah, so but the first series came out in 2014, and the yeah. newest one's coming out this year. It's been around forever. It's a northern crime. Northern British, yeah, it's described on the on the BBC iPlayer as the Northern Noir. Um, and I I don't watch British cop dramas mm. because they're fucking terrible. Britain, yeah. the British, there's something about. I was talking to a friend <clears throat> yesterday, and she said, "Yeah, she agrees." It's, and it's because they don't really know what how British people talk. And the problem with British dramas is that it's all heightened to sort of what British people think emotion is. Because British people are so emotionally repressed, they don't know what emotion is. So these actors go and they go... (laughs) And you go, this isn't real. This person's acting. I think it's because of stage. Yeah, and stage. And there's such a theater tradition here where you you have to... um, express yourself so much so people up top can see you and wherever and so the 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 dramas are bad and the cop dramas are awful and they don't make much sense because especially not a drama say say in London because you just go well they would have just been caught on CCTV (laughs) but this makes sense because it's out in the York in um, Yorkshire yeah and um and it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's what? so good. Really? Yeah, and the main lady is Sarah Lancashire, which is a fantastic name for the actor to have. Yes. Um she she's she's sensational. She's so good. And it's what makes it good is that it's very honest about how British people talk. And actually are. And are, yes. It's Especially not this, in Yorkshire. Yeah. It's not this of heightened cartoonish we imagine we would be this way in this um heightened well, like Midsummer Murders. I've not really watched any of that. Well, that's kind I'm, of a cartoon. I mean, more like um, what's the one that everyone loves? The there was a, the 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 catchphrase was like, um, I, "I do one thing, I find bent coppers." That one. Uh, oh, the bad policemen the blue, finders. The blue people, the thin blue people. Fuck! What was that? <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But I I try to watch that. I just I just feel like this is I don't believe any of this. You. They won't talk like this. It's it's too it's overly dramatic and it's overly acted. Whereas, a, f- a friend of mine who I once he said a line of duty. Line of duty, yeah. Once People he love s- that show, but I, yeah. I, I I never bought it. But I, I just turned on the first episode of Happy Valley because that's in Time to Kill. And I was like, oh my god, this is it. This is how 
It would this, be, this it, it would real. go down. This is how it would go down. A friend of mine said this, and I believe him because he went to drama school. So that's he's at least qualified on paper. He was saying that um, it is it's because you're taught to act for like stage and and sort of radio and stuff more in the UK because that's radio and stage is much more accessible. Whereas TV and camera acting, it's yeah. all about up close. Yeah, exactly. So he was saying that the Americans are often crap at stage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And amazing on close-ups and vice versa here. Yeah. Because yeah. the Americans are trained to be like, well, much more like... Subtle. Subtle or like just lift your eyebrow a bit. And I, I've, I found that with even my like limited, like if I do a self-tape, I'm like, God, I've got like a fucking, I'm like a pantomime dame. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what? <laughs> like these awful big faces I'm pulling, like but fucking that's what Jim pe- Carrey. I th- I, that's what people here want. I think that's what casting people here look for. Because um, I'm all, everything, everything I have an audition for people, they go, can you try bigger? And I just think, no. No. Because that's how I'm talking. That's how people talk, isn't it? Yeah. Um. What? And then, and then yeah. you go, God, I guess I, was, I did badly at that. And you go and watch a British drama show, and it's fu- it's fucking terrible. And you go, Oh, well, this is why, because because they they hire people to go. Bang, bang. <laughs> you need you need to watch more of the really cartoonish ones like Midsummer Murders and see what you think. Right. Okay. With all nettles. But but Sarah Lancashire in uh, in Happy Valley, she's sensational, and she she acts like a real person who act. Um. And also means that when when something horrible happens and people are very upset, it has more effect because like oh shit, well, they've been acting normally up to this point. And, and this is a big do. increase. Yeah, this is a big change. Yeah, it's so good, and I was really blown away by it. Um, and also, I, yes, last night I went to see. Um, okay, so this is the smartest I've ever felt. Last night I went, I walked to the picture house in Dulwich to watch Ooh. Tar, Ooh. the movie about um, the conductor. Yes. And then on the walk back home, I listened to an episode of In Our Time about superconductivity. <laughs> Double conductors. Oh, fuck. I completely missed that. <laughs> Double conductors. Yeah. You Darren Brown yourself into listening to that episode. <laughs> of course. Why do I feel so interested in conductors at the moment? Conduction of some point. <laughs> Was the I lady in Tara a superconductor? Uh, Kate Blanchett. I, I thought the move... Um, I'm. I think Sarah Lancashire is a better actor. Ooh, I think Oscar tip. <laughs> she's not in a movie, but I'm tipping it for the. And ag- again, I think it almost speaks to a similar kind of thing. The so Tar is about this very successful, but so personally difficult and manipulative and egotistical conductor she's a sort of cancelable conductor from what yeah, i've yeah so it's about cancel told. culture and about how she navigates that or doesn't um but it starts with this interview that she does with the new yorker in i don't know knowing america the why or something like this you know she's at some they're at something called the why yeah and she's having a chat and you know she the guy introduces her as this incredible conductor has achieved all these things and she sat there and she answers answers all these questions in a way that you just go, oh, she's acting. She knows the words. She's not actually speaking here. She's yeah. telling. She's rattling off a script, um, and the delivery is just very like over the top. The script is very pompous. It's not very believable. And then she tells this story while she's on there. Being, it's in front of a live audience, and she goes um uh, she's t- talking about the history of conducting and where the baton came from, and she, she said, the, "There's this the first guy who did it. He was a, he actually um, ended up stabbing himself in the foot." And the audience goes, <laughs> and they start to do a clap. What? 
And I went with a comedian, and we we're both like, huh? Com- comedy is the worst portrayed thing in, fi- in film. They cannot do it. An Oscar-nominated movie cannot figure out how people laugh because they, they don't do comedy. They don't understand what people laugh at. They can't. And figure- I, a rat in there, was going, they wouldn't, that's wrong. They would not have laughed like that. They certainly wouldn't have applaud, applauded. <laughs> what are you that. applauding? An anecdote? Yeah, an, an- anecdote, like, like a cheesy little history story. They would get a gentle laugh at, yeah, exactly. a, at a history festival full of pensioners. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I do agree that at events like that that are serious – you get laughs for much, much less than yep. you would at a comedy show because people aren't expecting a joke. Disproportionate dr- uh, drama laughs. But you would not get an enormous laugh and a round of applause at a sort of... Well done for remembering that fact. Yeah, at a sort of like QI story about a conductor stabbing his foot with his baton. That is bizarre. Yeah. It's really weird because what they would have done is they just go, the script says it gets a good reaction, so we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't alter reality for the purposes of this, like social reality. Mm-hmm. He drinks a sip of Coke, so everyone else screams and shoots themselves in the head. They wouldn't do that. Why? What? Why is comedy. They really don't get it. They really don't get it. The only time I've seen it portrayed sort of correctly is in Pete Holmes's series, Crashing. Crashing is the most accurate. Yeah. But also elements of funny people. I've not seen that. It's like seven hours long. Because it's a Judd Apatow film, right, 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 and it's the one where it's like Seth Rogen is trying to make it as a comedian, and and get Adam Sandler kind of playing a version of himself takes him under his wing, and oh, okay, you've right. not seen it, no, you got to watch it. <laughs> it's just for the satisfaction of going, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But in anything else that attempts to portray live comedy just gets it so wrong. Have you seen the clips of um, the new? Uh, series of uh, well the newest series of Sex in the City oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah I know the... <laughs> I've only seen them because of Fern right 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 Fern sharing them and going I'm having a stroke here this is not mine. yeah well Che what's it Che David what's the name of this of this of a podcast non-binary lay they've, they've they've invented a character whose job is to represent current times yes so they've yes. gone okay they're non-binary and they have a podcast and yes. they're sort of quite butch. Yes. And they're very like, and, hey. <laughs> and the mere mention of their sex life is equivalent to a joke and people will laugh at that and clap that. Fern shared a clip where the the lady just said, give me a cheer if I've like fucked you. <laughs> yeah. And the whole audience goes like, woo! <laughs> Except for the one sex in the city person who's like looking around like, golly, is this what life is like now? You go, it's, yeah, I don't it's, think there are many gigs like that. <laughs> like that so bad yeah it's so bad um and you just think do, do, has no one involved in this been to a comedy show but it's part of why you know what it is it's a it's there's two sides of the coin actually let's be fair because the reason that it gets portrayed in these fucking mad ways is that comedy to these people is like being a wizard yes they don't get it and they just go but they don't get it but they Diaz, that's the name yeah of the they don't get it but they also think it's incredibly powerful in a way that frightens them and can do anything mm-hmm. so they've gone um and the composer lady from tar um we need to show that she's charismatic and that's generally through humor so yes yes exactly. um she says something funny and everyone claps yeah yeah like a wizard <laughs> yeah. he waves his wand and a dog appears yeah but how would that happen and they go i don't know I'm not a wizard. It's like I say, always say on this, so few people can do this. So few people. We, we, you sit at the table with rich, rich people at a corporate and they, they look at you with envy because they can't do this. Which is silly. Oscar-nominated movie makers cannot do this. But, that's, but we reap the rewards of this. We complain. Yeah. But it is useful to be perceived as a wizard who does something impossible. That's true. We go, yeah. thank God, actually. 
because they've gone, well, I don't know what these comedy gigs are like. I imagine it's uh, an enormous room full of attractive people who've all slept with the person on stage. <laughs> and you go, I mean, no, but in a way, it's kind of flattering that they think that, right? It's like if yeah. someone said to you, well, it's easy for you to say, with your giant house made of gold filled with admirers <laughs> and your Nobel Prize in the corner. And you go, like, well, I don't have any of those things, either, but, but I'm glad that you think I do. I'm amazed that I've given you the impression. <laughs> that I, have you ever had that with someone that compliments you and you go, really? Oh, yeah. You go, you, you sort of, in your head, you're, you live like Lenny from The Simpsons when the front of the house falls down. He's, he's eating from that tin. Don't tell people how I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you in your head. And someone else is like, we can't all have solid gold clogs in our... And you go, how have you come to this conclusion? Yeah. Um, yeah, so the tar is half good. Okay. And half the first... First, that first scene is un- unwatchable. Half good, half poop. The interview scene, I think, is truly unwatchable. Um, and and then there's a scene where she sort of uh, has an argument with a student she's teaching in a lecture theatre at Juilliard, the music school. Mm. And he and he's sort of an almost Che Diaz level uh, oh, caricature. I've, I've of seen a, this quoted. He's the wet, the wet woke man. Yes, That's exactly. His job yeah. is to be wet yeah, and, and woke. And he, he's basically saying. He, he finds uh, Bach uh, problematic because he was a womanizer. And she takes on the opposite um, right. position. And, um, a big simulated culture moment. Yeah, but, but, the, but the way she, they, they do it, he's actually very good. His, his, he does his lines very, very well. But she, hers are a bit sort of um, over, overbaked. And they, the whole scene is done in one shot, one take, which everyone is like into now because it's impressive. But it, they should have just cut it up because <laughs> it, it, it it comes off so unnatural because we edit trying, this they're just trying but because they're just trying to remember all these lines um uh, and it sort of keeps touching it keeps off touching on all these interesting current um themes and points but never really does anything with them so it's it's like a big movie where they where it could be just called current discussion current discourse yeah yeah, but only the beginnings of it. So it's like scrolling through Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah, a little bit. It, yeah, it's, it, it's all right. It's all right. We're officially rooting for everything, everywhere, all at once. Then. Oh, all day, every day, all yeah, the time, yeah, 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 yeah. forever. It's Which Michelle, is the sequel, Michelle Yo. <laughs> Michelle Yo, yeah, Malaysian, yeah. Malaysian lady. She's the first ever East Asian woman or Asian woman of any kind to be nominated, yeah. nominated all, all, all day every time forever <laughs> <laughs> that's a really disappointing sequel <laughs> yeah it's just her fighting lizards and she's Malaysian so she'd be there oh she'd beat um, you know it'd be bittersweet for me if she wins because then I, I can't be the first Malaysian to, no. to win a, an Oscar um, so you know which is only which uh, would only she'd beat me by I don't know Two, two, three years, which is because uh, <laughs> you've got that film Wang with an uh, <laughs> accent on the A, yeah, 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 where you're a comedian being interviewed at the start, and yeah. And like, um, the birth of comedy, I guess you could put you could put it lay at the feet of the ancient Greeks when the yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, you you do, um, what's it, what's the equivalent? You making everyone cry, oh, because she makes everyone laugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I move everyone to tears, you say, uh. A joke about my dead dog or whatever, and it was just like, boo! 
<laughs> Everyone's just cry- immediately crying loads, but for two seconds. And then all these dramatists watching the movie go, oh, this is bullshit. Can you believe hard this? To, you know how hard it is to make people cry? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ta is okay. He's um, okay. Everything, everywhere all at once is, um, I would say, much uh, better. And and Happy Valley truly is a sensational show. It's there's nothing more annoying than fucking loving a show yeah. that everyone's been telling you to watch for years. It's infuriating. It's the worst thing in the world. You go, okay, you're right, and that means <laughs> that I've been a lazy, stupid, <laughs> arrogant, arrogant, <laughs> close-minded little boy. And for 10 years. A contrarian. Contrarian. I've been denying myself pleasure for no one else, yeah. no one's benefit, yeah. but yeah. my own contrarianism. Self-sabotaging. <laughs> Pathetic. Like, it just goes on and on. You don't sleep that night. Because <laughs> you're still listening. You're still, still listening. And, yeah, you're either listening or thinking about how good the thing is that you... I mean, I... Me and my uh, partner, we've only just been watching The Sopranos, and I've had the same oh, thing. I was yeah. like, "Well, wow, Sopr- you finally sound like a fucking dickhead." Sopranos are good, isn't it? You go, yeah. Have you tried bread? <laughs> you fucking idiot with jam on. No, oh, a revelation for you. Uh, Should we do some emails? Oh yes. Ring letters. Correspondence. We've got an email from Lewis, speaking of crime dramas. Lewis? Who is he? Lu- Lewis, who is? Lewis, who is he? Oh, okay. Lewis, who is he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, Pippi. Uh, hey. On this week's pod, it was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Last Christmas, you, Lewis I emailed this- your pod. And the very next year, you read it all out. Each year, I'm filled with a fear. My email was nothing special. Special. Okay. On this week's pod, you talked about the mystery of where tat originates. Ah, yes. Tat are like um, eels. No one actually knows where they breed. You know that. No one knows where eels... No one's ever seen eels mate. There are theories. Oh, really? Sargasso Sea. Oh, yeah. Perhaps. So but we word, don't know. Is that the word on the street? The Sargasso Sea. Where's mm. the Sargasso Sea? It's like a weird patch where they've gone, this is a sea. In, in like, like the Atlantic or something. Right. You know sometimes where they just go, this is a sea, and you go, no, it's not a sea. It's in an ocean. <laughs> but when they say all eels reproduce, it's like even an eel like you find in a river. Yeah. And you just go, really? but that can't be right. And they go, yeah, it is. Wow. And you think, do I need to learn more about eels to disagree with this but person? Every eel I've ever eaten was conceived in the Sargasso Sea. I think it's like a one half of the world, other half of the world. As in there are two mating spots. I think so. Right. I think East Asian oh. eels have their own deal. Hmm. But I don't know. I did go down a Wikipedia rabbit hole about this, but I don't remember the results other than the Sargasso Sea stuck in my head. <laughs> That's the best. I, I'm like one of those dying uh, NPCs in a, ca- a game giving you a clue. Sargasso Sea. You keep talking to me, but it's all I say. Find the Sargasso Sea. <laughs> the eels are fucking in the Sargasso Sea. Uh. Um, I asked him where the treasure was. <laughs> I need a code to a safe. <laughs> well, Lewis says, well, wonder no longer. Oh. 
He's found the Sargasso Sea of Tat, he says. Oh. I can reveal that uh, Tat assailants are none other than... Hmm. And none other than Mum's favorite warehouse chain, the Range. The Range. I've heard. I think I've heard of the Range. It's a cornucopia of crap, a bazaar of the bazaar. Ah, so Lewis is just saying this is where they sell a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> from spatulas that fail after one use to light up diamante-studded one to one hundred scale replicas of Big Ben. <laughs> I've seen these oh, sort of things. Horrible. I, oh, I whenever I watch, walk past a shop that has things like this, I go, "How dare you!" It's, How dare you take up the world's space with this? Yeah, it's the most communist, I feel. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I just go, the state should shut this down as a waste of minerals. But <laughs> in a way, I feel capitalist because I'm like, the whole point of capitalism was that there's no demand for this shit. The market is supposed to get rid of this. Yeah. Right? How has this survived the market? Some of them must be fronts. There's one near where I live that is almost definitely a front because there's nothing in there any person with a functioning mind would buy. Yeah, that is disgust. It's the most disgusting shop I've ever seen. There's, no, I've never seen anyone buy anything. I've never seen anyone go in and go out. Every now and then, you'll see fancy kids on some sort of school trip, mm. and they might buy a postcard of the Queen, R.I.P. Riding a bulldog, photoshopped to be as big as a horse, or something uh-huh. like that. And you go, oh right, okay. You go, well, okay, well that's one pound profit. Yes, this is a prime real estate shop. Yeah. This, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, there's something in those pillows, and uh, it ain't down. <laughs> it ain't down if you're down. If you know what I mean. Um, I know this because back in lockdown one, me and my boyfriend took many trips to the range, as it was bafflingly an essential shop and stayed open. Wow. We would wander that the frame. T- it is essential to live, laugh, and love. If you, uh, there's nothing more essential. Yeah. yeah. Nothing or gin o'clock. It's essential that we know when, what time gin o'clock They switched gin o'clock during lockdown one to a 24-hour clock. Constant. Yeah, the gin o'clocks went back. Do you remember? The gin (laughs) (laughs) o'clocks. Don't don't forget the gin o'clocks go back tonight. The gin o'clocks went back last night and I forgot. (laughs) I should have been drinking an hour ago. Everyone starts getting battered at 4 p.m. at work. Why the hell are you... Oh, the gin o'clocks went back. Sorry, guys. Carry on. Carry on. Uh, normally, my phone tells me, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't connected to the internet, yeah. so I didn't... Nah. <laughs> I've got to set back gin o'clock on my oven and in my car. How do you uh, even do that? Uh, <laughs> so, he says, uh, We would wander the framed picture aisles, pretending it was a new exhibition of works by an exciting up-and-coming artist. That's fun. Okay, great. We particularly loved one challenging piece named British Bulldog in Tiara. Oh, Which we saw yeah. not only as a saving satire of nationalism, but a comment on the redundancy of monarchy. Truly illuminating work, sometimes literally. <laughs> it makes you think. Koji Lewis. Imagine if the royal family were dogs. Imagine if uh, Big Ben was diamante studded. Yeah. And sort of played a kind of melting version of God Save the Queen when you pressed its clock face. <laughs> um, P.S. Red Hot Goodies. In Bristol, it used to be my local takeaway. It's delicious and highly recommended. Oh. It's a takeaway shop that, because I, whenever I gig in Bristol, I walk to the gig. Yeah. And I will almost always walk past a, a takeaway, which I think is a Chinese takeaway, called Red Hot Goodies. Wow. Oh, great. And it's in kind of red bubble writing on a yellow background. Okay. It's yes. A, it's not, it's not an aesthetically pleasing looking shop. No. But no. Red Hot Goodies is such a funny name. <laughs> it's not goodies. claiming what they could be. And you've not peered in to see what the cuisine is? I, th- um, I think it's 
Chinese. Okay. Okay. I think so. Right. Or is this one of those ones that just does everything, which I always find quite worrying? You get like a battered sausage, chips, duck fried rice <laughs> with curry sauce. And you just think, fucking hell. Yeah. A safari. Georgia gets in touch. Georgia. We're going to engorge ourselves with your correspondence. <laughs> so this is... um. Oh, I see. She sent us two emails in a row, so it's formed a sort of thread. Oh. She says, sup, turd twins. <laughs> I think that's the most like bullyish one we've had for a while. I felt, I felt a hand push my chest <laughs> as I read that. Yeah. I like it a lot. What's up, turd twins? What's up, oh. turd twins? Oh. oh, hey, Georgia. Oh, hey, Georgia. <laughs> where's, our, where's my homework? Where's my homework? It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone, Georgia. Sub twins. A newish listener, I wanted to congratulate you for turning me on to toilet oh. humor. Ah. You have provided many laughs as I make my way through the back catalogue. I anticipate you have quite the backlog of poo stories by now. It was a year ago. <laughs> But now, in case uh, the well ever runs dry, here's my own dispatch. Um, New Year's Eve 2022, I spent at a friend of my sister's. It involved much pleasure on my part. Fruity gin, pizza, a spa with friends. A Mm. great time had by all. Mm. Mm. I awoke, though, in a strange house, seemingly devoid of any coffee or food, fried as sufficiently as I needed. Oh, I see. Sufficiently fried food. So I made my excuses and Ubered back to town. Yep. This being New Year's Day in New Zealand. Oh. Double new. Yeah. They're, they're not the first to get new. Is it Japan gets the first New Year? I thought it was American Samoa. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Right on the date line. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that sort of area. Practically everywhere was closed. Although after some sleuthing, I found an outlet selling takeaway coffee. I took my magical liquid to a nearby park bench and sat drinking it in the sun as my hangover ebbed away. I think you can tell where this is going. The coffee... New Zealand, of course, famous for its high-quality coffee, Mm. had a remarkably quick effect. I tried to remember when I'd first, when I'd last taken a dump, and calculated it may not have been since the thirtieth last year. (laughs) I haven't pooed since last year. (laughs) (laughs) But that's three days. That's a long time. Mm. Rather an accumulation. Sharp pangs assured me. I could not make it further. I could not make it the further walk home, so I decided to chance a nearby bank of public loos. Now, this might be a New Zealand-specific thing, but here, our public loos, this is definitely a New Zealand thing, have, often have a twee little voice. Yes. Announcing when the door is locked or unlocked. Um, wow. Why isn't it like they'll try the door and go... Uh, no, when you lock it, accent. as in you go in and you lock it, and he goes, Oh, locked. Door locked. Door locked. Door locked, mate. You're safe to take a dump. <laughs> Um, and reminding you that maximum use time, maximum use time, <laughs> is fifteen minutes. That's um, is that enough time? That's enough time. That's enough time if you if you put your goddamn back into it. <laughs> Unlike slow poo. And so what? We run run out of time, and I'll just go. Time's up, and it, and the door open <laughs> and reveal you to the world. Hope you took your shit. <laughs> and then yeah, just brrr, and a, a big noise plays. Hey, hey, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> look, look. 
I was taking a shit. It's taking too long. <laughs> Apologies for the accent there. Very much. That's a good accent. You think? Yeah. It's okay. You, you sound like one of a. Uh, you sound like a Taika Waititi cameo in a Marvel movie. Yeah, <laughs> I sort of dubbed onto a humorous uh, golem. Yeah. Um, maximum use time fifteen minutes, accompanied by some jaunty jazz. Wow! As you do your business, New Zealand is just like. It's nice. That's nice. Yeah. You can't have jaunty jazz in the UK. People would rip the speaker out. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, fortunately, the stall was clean, and I breathed a sigh of relief as I sat down. It was short-lived, however. I quickly realized I was also very constipated, probably due to dehydration. And this may take longer than I supposed. Oh, no. Mm. It's like how we have, um, in the UK, we have, um, stagflation. You know, yeah. we have inflation and a stagnant economy. Yeah. So, the worst of all worlds, um, Georgia has, what, what would you call, like, a combination of both diarrhea and constipation at the same time. Dystipation. Yeah. Dystipation. Constipationaria. Conorrhea sounds almost like gonorrhea. Yeah. Dystipation. Slowerrhea. I think we'll call it dystipation. Champagne cork syndrome. Ah, that's good. That's good. You got to shake yourself around and then when it goes. Yeah. All over Formula One driver. <laughs> you get picked up upside down by a Formula One driver <laughs> who sort of shakes your body and aims your your bum hole at the whole crew and everyone's going ah! <laughs> <laughs> As, and you're there with your arms flapping like Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh fucking hell um so, it was a bit too late by then to back out, so I resolved to deal with it. There's mm. a time limit on this. After five minutes of straining and scrolling on my phone, the jaunty voice returned. Scanning is detected that this cubicle is unoccupied. Please resume movement to confirm occupancy. Wow. Resume movement? What do you mean resume? <laughs> Keep doing your, t- your poop dance. <laughs> y- your shit disco. Keep squirming. Keep squirming. <laughs> or I'll open the door. Gosh, this is like... Um, this is a nanny state. What's HAL 9000? The toilet version of HAL 9000. <laughs> I hope you've finished your bowel movement. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I frantically waved my arm. Thank you. Your maximum use time has reset. That's kind. Wow. What a gift. I was still very much in progress. Well, so you, you, could, you could be there in there forever if you just moved. If you just go danced enough. 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few more minutes passed. Suddenly an alarm comparable to a fire drill peeled throughout the cubicle. Uh-oh. More horrifying. Shit detected. Shit detected. <laughs> Someone's shitting in this toilet. <laughs> it's not what it's for. <laughs> More horrifyingly, the door cruelly slid open. What? And a jaunty voice announced unnecessarily, door unlocked. Oh, no. What made the situation worse is that the toilet opened onto the main road in my city's central business district, and a large bus was idling to a stop, <laughs> meters from where I sat in terrified panic. I hobbled quickly to the door. Oh, that's quite a big cubicle. That's enormous. You hobbled to the door. I was picturing a portaloo. Yeah, same. I thought the door would be constantly within reach. Yeah, I was expecting like a, a suite. It's a palatial. A porcelain suite in the middle of the street. <laughs> I hobbled quickly to the door and smashed the open close button with my pants around my ankles. (laughs) Come on! Enjoy your day. (laughs) Violence only makes it worse. (laughs) 
Horror of horrors, the door closed and then immediately opened again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fucking computers. All the while, the siren was blaring and a voice was (laughs) announcing my embarrassment to the world. (laughs) Wee, wee. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, fuck. I caught a glimpse of the driver. Fortunately, I didn't notice any passengers gawking, but everything was in a panic nightmare as I again whacked the button to close the door. The siren mercifully ceased and the voice smugly said, door locked. (laughs) I considered going home to die, but I wanted to be sure that the bus had gone. Furthermore, the acrobatics and the sheer fear had rather dislodged things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what the robot was doing the whole time. Right. This girl needs a bit of a fright. (laughs) Yeah. As as Georgia walks off, the toilet looks at her and gives a little nod. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and one of the other toilets says, why did you do all that? Normally you're so good at knowing when to open and unlock the door. Sometimes people just need a little push. (laughs) Really wise toilet. (laughs) She had it in her the whole time. (laughs) Yes. Well, that was the problem. Um. Consider going home tonight. Da, da, da. Yes. Rather dislodged things, so I was able to deal with the build-up in short order as I sat down again. This is not quite the end of the story. These toilets have no manual flush, as they are meant to automatically flush when you wash your hands. This is feels like over-engineering. Yeah, absolutely. exactly what I was going to say. Just, just keep it simple. Keep it a bit basics. Just have a toilet. Just have a toilet. Just have a toilet. You can flush! <laughs> what, with vandals going around, over-flushing? Um... However, something in my earlier short-circuiting of the cubicle meant that this did not occur, and I was forced to leave a mountain of shame behind. Oh, my lord. I could only hope that the bus driver, now leaning against a nearby tree on a smoking break, didn't need to use it as I walked quickly past him with my eyes downcast. It'd be funny if the, the drive, bus driver didn't smoke before he saw that. <laughs> George made him start smoking. He was so traumatized. He, he saw it, and he rubbed both his eyes with both hands, looked again, and then immediately started demanding cigarettes from other passengers. Uh, I've, he, I've seen something. I need a cigarette. He threw his vape over his shoulder after looking at the label. <laughs> I went back to the cigarettes, yeah. Um, as I believe tradition demands Koji Georgia. And then she updated only like... A few weeks after that, full Pistorian. Oh, well done. You made it. Unpl- she sent us a screenshot to prove it. Nothing unplayed. Oh, great. Full Pistorian the whole, is the whole thing in three months a record. I feel like I've done my brain a damage, but it was worth it. Okay, thank you, Georgia. Physicians do not recommend. How many episodes is that in three months? At the time? Yeah. Does it not say the screenshot? No, because it just says there's nothing uh-huh. left to play. Probably 150. Oof. Yeah. Physicians do not recommend, but... Physicians do not recommend. Also, yes, impressive. Yeah, except for Andy. But it's time to go to the VIP Robo Kiwi Toilet. (laughs) That is the Patreon. Um, Do subscribe to the Patreon to get uh, extra 30 minutes a week of of spicier content. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, uh, if you're in London, uh, do check out Pierre Soho Run for any leftover tickets. Yep. And check out my tour on my website to see if I'm coming near you. Otherwise, see you next week. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. 
That's stamps.com code program.